Hello, this is MJ. I love Tokusatsu, and right now I want to talk about the official look, the press conference, the notes that were put out by translators and all other sorts of good people um, about Kamen Rider Zero One, the Reiwa era Kamen Rider, whose show will begin September 1st. Q, or sorry, being a super weeb here. And, you know, September zero one. Anyway, uh, I just remembered I got to go watch the trailer real quick because um, let me see, was it Genom Subs that put it out? Let me let me pull that up right now. Uh, let's nope, that's the wrong. That's the recording app. That's not what I want. I want Flood. There we go. Uh, yes, Genom Corp put out the uh, the subs, so I'm gonna go watch that trailer right now, and then I will come right back. So I watched the trailer. It feels very exciting. Um, you know, they're emphasizing that this is a new error. They keep saying he's the president writer and like the president common writer and whatever. They, it's funny. They say like, he's the artificial intelligence common writer. He's the president common writer. He's the something else writer. And I thought that was a little interesting. Um, I definitely like the look of his henchin and I do like the, uh, so there's the Ames group. There's the terrorists, uh, terrorist hacker people who, uh, want to, end the world I guess but there's also confusion or, or, or um, stuff going on about the singularity and when that approaches you know humanity will be doomed or whatnot uh, which is fine um, <laughs> that's not what I meant but you know that's an element of the show um, but then you have these uh, they called Humagir hu- people who are basically bioroids if you've ever seen uh, he did something way more popular uh, which I think was Ghost in the Shell but the guy who did Ghost in the Shell also made the manga for um not Pat Labor. Uh, come on, Appleseed. Appleseed, yes. Uh, anyway, Appleseed with uh, yeah, Appleseed was a post-apocalyptic story where humanity had insulated a, a certain subset of humanity had insulated itself from war, uh, constant world war that was going on between people, and they had also genetically engineered uh, human robot hybrid hybrids, basically called bioroids. They're bio logical androids is probably what that means and uh they were subsu- they were similar because they were a subservient class a kind of basically a second class and the function of the bioroids was to stop humans from being idiots and stop humans from destroying themselves so like you know a guidance counselor or like um like service people uh maybe not like a firefighter but like a like a traditional Japanese kind of, um, what do they call them, like box policemen, where they uh, help people deal with small issues as opposed to like high crimes and stuff like that. Uh, like those were all bioroids. There was, you know, bioroid mechanics, there's bioroids working. Just like the people who have their chill were these bioroids and they were interspersed throughout all of society and it made for a more cohesive like utopia practically. Um, interesting that that sort of thing is going on in this show too with the Humagir. And, um, it's an interesting concept. Uh, I believe there's some interesting, well, I just hope, uh, that with the, the bad ones or some of them being corrupted and hacked and stuff that our writer is going to be fixing them and not just destroying them and hunting them down mercilessly and killing every single one of this subhuman race, like the Roemudes in Comrader Drive, because that stuff sucks. That's not good that's not good stuff to be giving to kids. Like, hey, look, there are people who are slightly different from us. They're almost like us, but they're not. Therefore, whenever they do something bad, they are inhuman and they should be destroyed. Uh, I think that sort of stuff is bad. I think that sort of stuff happens in politics. It's very easy to other other people who disagree with us. I actually know somebody. Um, 
I'm not going to be a jerk. I'm, I'm subtweeting you, bud, if you're listening to this at all. I know somebody who has very strong political leanings, who um, seems like a genuine loving person, but who I have seen also uh, turn around and uh, be opposed to people who I would say are, I don't know, I have some sympathy towards because they are not in agreement with him over political things. And, you know, he sees everything, I think, as far as I know, uh, as like, you know, everything's burning, everything's on fire, everything's being destroyed. And I'm much more optimistic over here on the, uh, you know, right of center side of things. And he's, I'll just say minimally left of center. And uh, I feel like he'd be an awesome dude to like raise other humans and like help them to be sympathetic and have heart and have all these other things. But anyway, him and people like him, unfortunately, don't do that. But uh, why am I talking about this when I'm supposed to be talking about Common Rider? Because Common Rider is a children's television show. What children's media, uh, what children are exposed to in their media gets into them a little bit. And depending on who they are and what circumstances they're in, it'll influence the way they grow up. So I'll be interested to see how moral and how righteous this show is. Because I believe the original Common Rider was very moral and righteous. Common Rider Black was very moral and righteous. Common uh, Rider Ghost was very moral and righteous. My favorite Common Riders have been very moral and righteous, and there's a few that I reject because they don't fit that. Speaking of which, uh, one of my favorite Common Rider series is X-Aid, and um, I have a bunch of screen grabs that I want to use to talk about the staff of the show, and uh, yeah. So there was, uh, okay, so at peachiest underscore, um, yeah, Peach or Peachiest, probably Peachiest underscore, says that the, produ- the producers will be Chihiro Inoue and Takahito Omori. Uh, Omori is the one who made comments about Yellow Ranger girls not being strong or something like that. Uh, the main writer is Yuya Takahashi. The main director is uh, to, uh, Teruaki Sugihara. I know that name. Um, the music is guy- by Go Sakabe. And the action director is Jun Watanabe. Now, because I don't know who all these people are necessarily, I went ahead and took a bunch of screen grabs from uh, special, at Special Form 12, who I believe is a translator and who captured a bunch of good information and helped to contextualize all that stuff I said. So, uh, Chihiro Inoue uh, was the producer on Kamen Rider ZO, and Takahito Omori was the producer on Build, which, interesting, Build, I think, handled most of its female characters very nicely in a very good way. Um, Maybe not 100% how I would have wanted, but better than uh, other shows. Uh, And Omori, I believe, is accused or slandered. Yeah, he's slandered um, for being, like, sexist or anti-woman. So that's kind of interesting. Which, there's a main female writer. Apparently a bunch of people are decrying that she's going to be killed right away. And I think that's stupid because it's a new era. Maybe they're ready to branch out and go forward with her. I mean, at least I think she'll be... Or, at worst, I think, or I hope that she'll be minimally used, and at best, she'll be an amazing character. Like, uh, I mean, just think about Super Sentai. Like, uh, the lady whose name I can't remember right now from uh, Lupin Ranger, both the female, uh, yellow and pink, were, like, really cool characters. Um, so why couldn't we get that here? Anyway, on to a uh, main writer. Uh, it's Yu Takahashi, Kamen Rider X-Aid. I believe was his first Kamen Rider, but I don't remember that now. Um, sorry. Uh, but I think Kamen Rider X-Aid was fantastically written there were lots of crazy things that happened the designs were crazy some of the the suits were you know kind of ugly and it turned people off but i think the show was well written a very excellently crafted story and uh yeah so that's what i have to say about him uh the main director uh, Tiroki sugihara oh directed 
the, I guess, non-action parts of Lupin Ranger versus Pot Ranger. I thought that show was competently done, uh, and I liked uh, a lot of it. Um, well, the directing was competently done. Maybe the storytelling wasn't so great. Um, I'm kind of... Uh, in a weird place about Lupin Ranger versus Pot Ranger. I'm not as mad as some people were about it. Uh, and it was an okay show. Very enjoyable for the most part. Anyway, composer Gosakabe uh, did the music apparently for Risha Sentai Tokyujur, which I haven't seen because I was uh, a jerk that year and decided not to give that one a chance because it looked too kitty and dumb. And I've heard it's one of the best uh, Super Sentai out there. So anyway, uh, action director Jun Watanabe. Jun Watanabe. I believe was formerly a suit actor. Um, let me see. Well, there's a bunch of character stuff I don't want to quite dig into. So I'm going to pause real quick and find my information on Jun Watanabe. I'm just going to go ahead and read the Kamen Rider Wiki entry on Jun Watanabe. It says uh, Jun Watanabe or Watanabe Jun is a Japanese stunt performer and suit actor for, or, well, from, uh, okay, why not? Uh, Takarazuka Hyogo. Uh, prefecture affiliated with Japan Action Enterprises. He has been cast in many leading roles in the Super Sentai and Kamen Rider series, portraying a diverse range of characters. He has a child named Taiga with his current wife. Oh, cool. Okay, so his suit actor roles are um, he was uh, Kamen Rider Ryuga in Ryuki Episode Final back in 2002. Uh, in Kamen Rider Fies, he was some Orphan Ox. Um, in Blade, he was oh, an undead, and he also played Kamen Rider Lee Angle in Hibiki from 0506. He was Kamen Rider Todoroki um, from Kamen Rider, uh, let's see, so he was Todoroki. Kabuto, he was the sword, uh, Scorpio Worm, um, Kamen Rider Dark Kabuto, and he played some Shadow Troopers, I guess. And let me see, he also played Zabi in Kamen Rider Godspe er, uh, Kabuto Godspeed Love. Uh, in Deno, he played a Majin for like five episodes. Uh, let's see, skip around. He was a Fangai in Kiva. Uh, he was a Kick Hopper, Kaisa, Ryuki. Well, he played a ton of different characters in um, Kamen Rider Decade. You, you just have to look at the entry because it's too many. Uh, let me jump forward a little bit. Uh, in Double, he was the Nazca Dopont, the Weather Dopont, our Nazca, and various other Doponts, it looks like. Uh, let me see. In O's, he was uh, Kazari, the cat um, greed, I think, and a, uh, you know some yummies. Uh, let's see, in Kamen Rider Forze, he was the Libra Zodiarts. Cool, cool, cool. Um, in Wizard, he was the White Wizard, uh, or Wise Man, and Kamen Rider Beast, uh, and Phoenix as well, which is pretty cool. Maybe that's why we never had Phoenix and Beast fighting each other. Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> Um, let's see, in Gain, he played Zangetsu, Zangetsu Shin. Uh, let's see, okay, hold on, I guess see who he was in Heisei vs. Showa. He played Decade, Double, Zangetsu Shin, okay, or Shin Zangetsu, really is what I mean. In Drive, he was Kamen Rider Mach, look at that. Um, in Ghost, he was Denki Ganma, I don't remember that one. Uh, Kamen Rider Spectre, huh, interesting. And uh, it says uh, Yamarashiroid. I don't remember who that was, so can't say. In X Aid, he I remember this. Commander uh, Brave Level Two, so he was basically the secondary rider there. Commander uh, X Aid Double Action Gamer Level, uh, I think the left side. So one of the twin brothers or whatever. And that weird form that X Aid had with uh, it was it where it was him and Pallid. 
and uh, Commander Kronos in episode 35. Maybe because he had to fight somebody else. And in build, he was Night Rogue and Common Rider Rogue. So that's pretty cool. Uh, he's also appeared out of suit as like extras or whatever in uh, various shows. Fies, Hibiki, Kabuto, Wizard, Ghost. Um, let me see, is there any other information about him? So now, apparently though, like um, some people online or on Twitter are saying that he's a good action guy, like Dustin, who's doing the, uh, oh gosh, uh, Tamashi Tokusatsu Spirits. Sorry, I can't remember the exact name of the documentary, but he's doing the documentary about uh, Western fans loving tokusatsu, in which he's showing off a bunch of stuff in Japan, because he went and visited uh, a bunch of locations where tokusatsu shows are shot, and he uh, is going to be sharing that with people, and he's going to be sharing interviews and stuff, and he just wants to, like, extend an olive branch to uh, the Japanese, I don't know, I guess fan base, and maybe even, like, the creators of some of the stuff, and say, like, hey, look, these Western fans love this stuff. Anyway, getting back to Zio. Um, or Zero One, I should say. By the way, it bugs me that Zero One and Zio sound so darn close to each other. But, uh, what are you going to do? Anyway, so I want to give props to Special Form 12 because I'm going to be basically just stealing a bunch of their information that, um, that, uh, they posted online. So, anyway, I'm basically going to be reading some of their, their tweets. So we've got our main character, Hidin Aruto. Uh, you know, I'm actually not going to share what they say about him because they have like official information. I'm just going to say he seems okay. Uh, his um, like, I'm the president <laughs> face was a little too much for me. But the guy looks pretty cool in other scenes. So, like when he's supposed to be stern or serious, I like that side of him. That, that makes me happy. Um, and then, yeah, I guess I'll just kind of judge the characters based on their looks. Uh, there's Fuwa Isamu, who becomes Kamen Rider Vulcan, which is the wolf guy. Uh, the cool thing about Vulcan and Valkyrie, who both work for Ames, which is the Artificial Intelligence Military Service, is that, um, their suits are cool. <laughs> no, uh, their suits have a commonality where they're, like, half white, or maybe, uh, 60% white and 40% uh, different color. His is blue, hers is orange. Uh, the white part of his seems very much like a, a plain base suit, and then the blue side actually has, like, the wolf stuff because he's got you know a wolf thing and it's interesting that the transformation devices are guns uh, i thought it looked dumb at first but actually watching them in action you know set the gun onto their belt and then pull the trigger to transform it looked really cool um we got to see him set it up and then the lady finished it um so seems pretty cool the guy seems fierce uh and intense um like they they i i hope that they're not going to be like trying to murder all these ai uh androids but we'll see what happens right uh so let me see moving on so anyway i said his name yeah fuwa isamu he's commander vulcan and then yaiba yua is commander valkyrie uh again she's got orange accents with white and her the part of her suit that's white looks identical to the part of his suit that's white except for there's like a, a more of a breastplate a female presenting breastplate you could say on her armor to match the other side and she's got like a cheetah as her animal which i don't know why she's a cheetah i don't know why he's a wolf either but anyway um her like the headshot of her i don't know if that's her from the show or if that's just her you know like as an actress a, he a headshot that she has um i don't really get a good sense of her character other than she seems very neutral <laughs> um which, uh, you know, neutral's not so great. I, I don't think she should smile more, but, uh, you know, it would be nice to see a little more character in the shop. But maybe she's a very reserved, neutral, serious business character, which I do like. So, it's not going to bother me. Um, <clears throat> 
So the next one is Izu. Izu is um, one of these Humagear people. Uh, so she's an AI assistant and apparently she's just assigned to whoever is president. Now, uh, Social Forum shared that uh, the, the guy here who's becoming the president, um, Aruto Hiden, uh, Aruto Hiden, he is inheriting the company like from his dad or his grandfather. So I wonder if Izu was the um, assistant to one of them as well, but I don't know for sure. Let's see. Then we've got Jin. He's a terrorist operative from the uh, you know the web, the terrorist website, whatever. He spreads data that rewrites the base programming of the human gear, inputting them with evil conduct and ethics patterns that cause them to you know rampage or whatever and cause destruction, which is why the aim people have to attack. It'll be interesting to. It'll be interesting if this terrorist group is public or not public, because if they're public, then there would be understandable sympathy towards the Humagear who are infected, and I would want to see the hero of the show help to reform them and fix them, um, heal them, you could say. And if it's not, it'll be interesting if there's an arc where uh, they're just, like, destroying them and killing them, and then they eventually find out the sad, awful truth that these, you know, Humagear are actually victims as well as the people who've been hurt by them. Uh, and it'd be interesting to, to have that moral dilemma raise and see where uh, the show goes uh, with that. Uh, I think narratively, like, yeah, it's sad, but narratively I think that would be a more enriching experience for there uh, to be some confusion about what is actually going on. Then there's an identification of the problem and then an actual moral stance can be taken on the issue at that time. Uh, Hirobi is another terrorist guy. Um, he believes that AI systems surpass humanity in every way. Uh, so I don't know if he wants to, like, you know, kill off the humans and let the uh, AI inherit the Earth or what. But could be. Could be what he's after. Uh, let's see. Let's see. This is Vice President Guy of Heaton. I'm not going to read all this because in the past I've gotten really into these character descriptions. And, like, you don't see much of those characters or it kind of changes. Uh, so I think that's all I'm going to say. Uh, I, I think the, the show looks really cool. I like... Uh, it was funny, I was looking at those cassettes that they stick into their devices to henshin, and it's interesting, they're called Progrise Keys, like Progress or Rise, or, you know, Progress and Rise, I don't know, keys, and you click a button on them, and, like, something flips out of them, and you stick that into the thing, and it's got a little button that says jump, or whatever the ability is of the thing, and there's a uh, personalized message that comes along with each tape, and I was thinking, you know, it's very toyetic. But it's also kind of cool. Um, I kind of dig it. I actually kind of want to buy the Hopper one just because I, I love the classic Combinator Grasshopper thing. Um, so that kind of excites me that, you know, I'll at least buy the one. Uh, I hope that one isn't, like, exclusive only with his belt or, or whatever. Um, but it seems pretty cool. It seems like a lot of fun. Uh, I like the way the henchin looks. So that's exciting stuff. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, it's interesting to me. We're dealing with artificial intelligence, and they've got these little cassettes that look like video cassettes. Uh, I wonder if those are supposed to be, like, data tapes. Um, and it's just funny to me because, you know, decades ago, Star Wars used the term data tapes, uh, referring to what the Death Star plans were on. And, uh, you know, over the years, the medium that data is on has changed. And I'm not saying I could see it necessarily going on little cassettes like this, but, like, you know, why not? I mean, that could have, you know, terabytes of data on it, those little tapes in the show. And that could be what you need to, you know, perform the henshin or, or not perform the henshin, but, like, to assemble the rider armor and stuff. And I don't know. I'll be interested to see where they go with this AI stuff. That's the most intriguing thing to me. I really want it to be a sci-fi element and not just a um, an idea they grabbed to justify creating monsters in the show.
Anyway, that's all I have to say. This went way longer than I thought it would. Hopefully it was all entertaining and you excuse my tangents on political stuff. I am planning on checking out the first episode of Zero One, and if I like it, I will stick with it, and I will do short, like, five to ten minute uh, reviews of the show, uh, give my impression on every episode, and that'll be something you can check out weekly on my channel, whether it's called still called Recipher or something else, and uh, I will also be, it could be called, I, I might change and rebrand and just have it called MJ Loves Toku and um, drop all my tokusatsu stuff there, but you can also find that all at mjmunoz.com if you type in tokusatsu or Kamen Rider or anything like that, or mjmunoz.com slash podcast, you can see everything I'm doing there. Uh, despite the fact that this is kind of an image heavy, well, that's not true. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll link the trailer in my show notes. Uh, and I don't know how I'm going to release this as a video, but it'll be up on my, my channel for sure. I just don't know what the details are of what images you're going to be seeing. So, uh, anyway, good luck with that. But, um, sorry, I'm just trying to, uh, put this out pretty quickly. And that's all I have to say. If you like this, stick around, stay tuned. I'll be covering, um, zero one and, uh, I'd love to be covering it week to week and putting out little short reviews and then if there's discussion to be had let's discuss it because uh i like the intersection of um you know watching a show and uh discussing a show having disagreements with people about it even and talking them out because that can be a lot of fun anyway i gotta go take care um remember to be the grasshopper you want to be in the world we're gonna wrap up with a couple quick questions uh are you more or less excited about zero one now are you nervous about how Valkyrie will be handled? Does this feel like Appleseed to you? And uh, did I get too political? Were my tangents okay? Because if they weren't, and I was too political, let me know and I'll cut all that crap in the future so you can just enjoy hearing about Kamen Rider. Anyway, that's it. Goodbye. MJMunoz.com is home for all my work. Podcasts and reviews of anime, tokusatsu, Star Wars, and more. Plus my original writings. If you didn't enjoy this, critique me. If you did, leave me a comment. If you really like this, consider tipping me at coffee.com slash mjmunoz. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Until next time, be well.